Hey everybody, it's Jeremy with Blurred Survival Guide. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was a dual episode with us recording the podcast as well as having it on Instagram Live. If you do want to check the episode without the background noise, go to our page at Blurred Survival Guide on Instagram and definitely check it out. Other than that, we will be back to our normal audio next week with our normal episode. Enjoy, guys. Welcome you, Keith, uh, and everybody who's watching our live right now on Instagram. This is Keith Watkins of Concept Moon. He is the marketing director and writer for Concept Moon Studios. And uh, we're going to just have a little chat with him today, talk about the new comic book that's coming out. And uh, we're going to have it do a recording with our podcast as well, so you'll be able to hear it. Uh, Keith, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. It's a little warm out here, but uh, doing all right. Where are you coming to us from? Oh, oh, wow. You, I didn't even realize that yeah. you were that far. I thought you might even have been around uh, Georgia, Atlanta, or something like that. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in California, so. Cool. That's are you nice. originally from California, or where Where are you originally from? Yeah. Um, so, I'm from Oakland, um, and I moved down to Los Angeles in 2012. Okay. Uh, so, I, so, I've been here almost 10 years now. Man. Hey, that's dope. Hey. Oh. I didn't expect that. I'm excited yeah. to have you on the podcast. I mean, we're excited to give you some Southern exposure, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Definitely appreciate it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh, Keith, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about Concept Moon and, and everything as a whole. Let, let the people know what we're going to be discussing today. a chance to look at it and i mean i already appreciate the storyline and, and like the vibe that it puts out i, mm-hmm. I uh, 
was talking to Jeremy, and it, it really gives me this whole, like, Spider-Man kind of, like, Lemillion vibe. Like, from, uh, you know, Lemillion from... My Hero Academia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... You know, that's, a, that's the first time someone has, has mentioned him. Uh, we, we get, um, like, Miles Morales and Static a lot. Sure, so for sure. I've seen it so far. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Well, like it's like his superpower, like it's that transporting. It's the uh, what's it, I think they called it the uh, the skipping in mm-hmm. the in the yeah. in the book. I really thought that that was really dope. I'm like that's I'm really excited to see the the breadth and depth of that of that power because like I'm just like just now getting to know it. Like, do you? I guess y'all have some plans for that development and growth. Yeah. So this is uh, you know quite literally just the beginning. So you'll in for, in later issues you'll kind of get to see um, him getting to know his powers a little better. Uh, same thing with his best friend uh, LL, aka Overwatch. Um, yeah. And then he there there's there's some uh, man how do I want to say this? There's a very small Easter egg in there about his background. Yeah. That probably won't catch until later on and then go back and be like, oh, but... That's a good story. That, that That's a good story. Yeah, I mean, they get they, they definitely get you the rereads and the and the, yeah. the nice little collection. <laughs> yeah, I'm really wondering about, like, his origin story, right? Because, like, it seems like he was, like, the product of this cataclysmic event, maybe. I don't know. Like, this whole... Like, I, I, I noticed, because I was, like... I stalked y'all like today. I spent like the whole day. I'm like, I gotta come up with some things. So like, is he in the same universe as Prime? Yes, yes, he is. Um, so tell us about Prime. So Prime is uh, essentially our universe's Superman. Um, he is this kind of overpowered character. <laughs> you know, he 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 moves kind of in the same way that like. You know, I'm going to stay out of it until it reaches, like, this uh, apocalyptic yeah. where, <laughs> where I need to finally step in, you know. But he, he kind of he stays back for the most part, watches from the shadows. Um, he had actually been trapped in a, uh, uh, I for, I'm forgetting what it's called, but Prime, Prime is created by Brandon Bidley. Um, okay. So I, I don't have all the full details. I'm very familiar, but I'm, I'm not, you know, the, yeah. the prime encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was trapped in uh, the ether. That's what it was called. Okay. In the ether for a long time. Uh, we did a mini book earlier. Was that this year? It's either I can't remember if it was earlier this year or late last. I think it was late last year. We did a mini book called Prime the Return. We've been living in a panorama, man. Time's not real anymore. (laughs) Time has no concept here. (laughs) My my timelines are all mixed up just because everything's felt like the same day for the last year and a half. Jeez. Yeah, uh, so in the mini Prime the Return, he 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 had been trapped in the ether for a long time. Uh, And in that that book, he finally gets released, um, comes back to Earth. And it's kind of catching up on what's going on on Earth. Okay. Okay. So, 
Okay, we'll have to take a look into that. I hope everybody else checks it out too, because and so like yeah. for everybody that just joined, this is Keith Watkins, the marketing director and writer for Concept Moon. Uh, we're discussing After Image, the new comic book series that's going to be coming out relatively soon. We got to get that Kickstarter up and running. Uh, well, it is already up and running. We got to we got to back some money into it let's so we can. Now. Yeah, go now, really, <laughs> really and truly. Let, let's get this comic book up and running. Um, Keith, I do want to ask you what. Uh, with joining Concept Moon, what what uh, what drove you to joining them? What's what's your whole passion behind? What's the your origin story? Yeah, right? we, we need your origin story for, for the people. <laughs> um, so my my origin, I have a I have kind of a long version and a short version. I'll I'll start with the shorter version and see if there's time for the long version. But um, so basically, the way that I ended up with Concept Moon was uh, back in 2016. Um, I started writing an anime. I've been watching. I've been watching anime my whole life, but I, I kind of really ramped it up in 2016 around then. Um, and I've been watching a lot of anime, and I was like, I can do this. Uh, so I started writing an anime script, um, and from there, I was like, okay, well, what are the steps to getting an anime produced? Uh, and I, you know, did my read. I wasn't reading manga at the time. Okay. I hadn't even really known uh, a whole bunch about what manga was which is crazy because I've been watching anime since I was like four years old but I had never uh, really made that connection with manga right um, so I find out you know to get an anime your best uh, your your best bet is starting with the manga and the manga getting popular right and so uh, I was like okay well I have three episodes of this script ready, let me start working on a manga, uh, or let me start co- kind of converting that to manga. Right. So I can, you know, start getting this manga made, and eventually, you know, hopefully it's popular enough for anime. Um, so, you know, working on that, jump forward to, like, end of 2017, uh, there was this company that did a writing contest, uh, and they were going to take the winner of that contest and turn their story into like an actual published manga. So submitted to that, didn't win. Uh, and after that, I was like, you know, I could just start my own. Like I could do this on my own. You right. Know? Yeah. So I, <laughs> so I kind of like started trying to put the pieces together to get my own publishing company going. And um, at the time, I started listening to this podcast, Blanime Podcast, uh, and. You know, me, me and the hosts are very close friends now. Very um, cool. Awesome. So, at, how do I put this? So, I'm working on putting this publishing company together. Um, and then Brandon does a guest spot on Blanime Podcast. Okay. So, I listen, I hear that. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of doing the same thing I'm trying to do. He's a little bit further forward uh, in his than I am. So... Uh, let me hit up my friend, uh, who's the host, Mike, and let me see if he can connect me with this guy, Brandon, and, and let me, you know, talk talk to him and see if maybe we can work together as opposed to me trying to build this whole thing by myself. He's working on this. Uh, by, at the time, I thought he was by himself, and, you know, I, of course, I find out he wasn't. But, <laughs> um, I'm like, let me, let me see if maybe we can work together instead of us being, you know, eventually competition. And is Brandon is in Oakland as well, like with y'all? No, so Brandon currently is actually in Saudi Arabia. Uh, oh, he's working over there. Um, oh, wow. 
So yeah, he's in Saudi Arabia and he's former military. Uh, Corey is actually active military right now. Okay. So so I'm kind of uh, our feet on the ground. You're holding it down. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So um, yeah, I had my friend Mike connect me and Brandon. Um, Brandon was open to it. Uh, I gave him a phone call. We chopped it up for a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you." Since then, it's, it's been history. That's amazing. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, really, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. We um we always like to make love to know that there's a place for blurs. And I mean, like, when was your first time like wanting to either make that space or realize that there was room for that space? You know, because like for real, we always talked about like growing up, like we would go to school having watched like this nerdy stuff or whatever, and like there's a stigma. You know, like, there's, like, a whole stigma. Right. So, like, when did you first start, you want to realize that like, there was a space for it or you wanted to make a space for it? Um, so, I would say maybe around, like, 2012-ish, 20, somewhere between 2012 and 2014. Okay. Um, because, just because uh, up until then, a lot of, like, I was really big on So it was like I would find new stuff. Like I, had, I found out later that I had missed so much anime because like I'm on my own, so I don't, I have no one to talk to. <laughs> like, I'm watching stuff on my own. I'm finding stuff on YouTube. I'm like, uh, you know, Toonami had come back. Sure. Like, yeah. Netflix had kind of their streaming was starting to pick up, and they had some anime on. Right. There, so right. Like, I'm just on my own, you know, kind of trying to figure it out. And then so between 2012, like end of 2012 and 2014, I kind of started to find other black people uh, on Twitter mainly who were big into anime. Um, and then also transferring to coming to college in LA, some of my, I, I ran track in college um, and some of my teammates were into anime as well. Yo, so, I ran tracking. So, I did track in college too. I threw all four, so I was on the field side. I, I threw disc, hammer, shot, and javelin. Oh, nice. Okay, I was a 400-200 runner, 4 by 4 God, you're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pain, man. Uh, and I, I, don't, I still to this day can't figure out why, why I stuck with the 400. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is two, it's, a, it's, it's a two-lap all-out sprint, bro. Like, there's no in-between, hardly. Like I, I, mm, no. Yeah, it's it's a it was a pain. I love the two hundred, but four hundred was just. So I, were you? I don't know. I still to this day can't figure out. <laughs> <laughs> I relate. I can relate. So were you always creative? Like, so you're a writer, right? Like that's kind of like your, your stick, yeah, right? Your like niche. A, yeah. yeah. So I've I've been writing. Um, I mean, really since I. <laughs> um, I like I in elementary school I would write poetry and short stories. I love that. Um, in in middle middle school I had I wrote this sto- short story that was about sixteen pages that I had planned on turning into a novel that I just never finished. Um, but yeah, I've I've always been a writer uh, for as long as 
as long as I've been writing. Probably, so. <laughs> I love it. So um, fiction's always been your thing. Like you, you've yeah. always wanted to create worlds, right? Yeah, always. And it's it's funny because um, you know, you know, as an adult, you think back on your life, and uh, like in high school, I wanted to be a, I swore I was going to be a psychologist. Like my first two years in college, right? For psychology, um, and then after two years, I switched my major to film. Um, but growing up, I loved animation. I loved TV. I loved storytelling. So, like, it, for me to be here now, looking back, it's like, I probably should have always been in this space. And I just, you know, it was like, just kind of, right. I found my way back to it. But I, I should have been here the whole time. You know, like, I, I did college sports, too. And I mean, for real, for real, it's, it, it. At the time, like, you don't think about it, but it was, like, a bit of a distraction, right? Like, just kind of to help you get through whatever whatever it was that you were getting through. But all the while, you had your, you had, like, this passion project, right? Like, this. Just a passion period. Like, it is something back in mind. Because I'm more of an art, on the arts background, too. So, I mean, I did, I didn't do college sports. I didn't do sports. I didn't do big sports for real. Yeah, I did band. I did, um dance and show choir in high school and everything like that and i mean that's still it's still a passion of mine till today so um any i mean with writing as your passion how has that pushed you forward with with being the marketing director how has it pushed you forward as a blurred um gotten you to where you are today how has that helped you Okay. Like, writing is uh, the way to. I it's, can't draw or anything like that. It's the that. vehicle. Right. Yeah, writing mm. has always been just been the vehicle for getting my creative stuff out. Um, but for me, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Repeat. I lost the question. Repeat the question. Uh, what well, what was the um, how was how was writing continued to like guide you and like bring you to where you are today? Because like. For real, like, I don't think a lot of people understand, like, the power that writing can have and, like, how it can be such a, I mean, like, like you're saying, like, the thing that you use to create worlds and, like, even, like, create your own, like, not just, like, your written world, but, like, the world that you're living in. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So, yeah, so, uh, like we said, writing has been my vehicle um, just because I've always, the way that things work in my mind is I see them. Um, and I got very familiar with words because I, I never had that talent for like drawing or painting or anything like that. Right. Um, so I got very familiar with writing because that's the way that I would describe everything that I saw. Um, so I, I very much think in images, uh, which is probably how, uh, well, fun fact about me, I'm a cinematographer. I uh, used to be a photographer as well. So Okay. Um, <laughs> so my mind works in images. Yeah. I get familiar with words because I needed to use the words to describe the images that I would see. Um, that's beautiful, so that, man. Yeah, so that's been uh, the driver for me really is, you know, I have to, I have to get familiar with writing because – I don't know any other way to uh, get these these visuals out of my head, essentially. 
So you like talked a little bit about the uh, comic book that you've created or the manga that you've created. Tell us about that, because that's the world that I. I mean, like after I, I'm, I'm stoked to watch to, to listen to after or watch after or read after we never mentioned all of these things. Uh, but um, are, are we going to see your manga come out soon within Concept Boom? Yeah, or? So, uh, so it's, I, I actually have the first chapter out. Uh, it's called Black Lotus Dragon. Um, it's a it's a martial arts western. It's about a that sounds bad. It's about a uh, wife husband mysteriously dies um and she starts to investigate uh his death and kind of finds out that he had kind of this double life as a ninja assassin um so she's investigating that while also raising their two kids um it takes place in uh 1849 sacramento during the gold rush oh wow um okay yeah so she and then she she gets she she faces um, a decision that she has to make. You know, does she uh, does she want vengeance? Does she want to step into his place and kind of take over what he was doing? Does she want to just let it go and you know live her life with her you know what remains of her family and kind of just deal? Um, so yeah, it's it's a fun story uh, and and I people it's been received pretty well so far so um well on that way well on the on your way to that dream of having your own anime one day maybe yeah yeah hopefully hopefully that's something i would love to watch uh i guess something like uh last last little bit to wrap things up before we we let you go let you get handle your business and everything um where can where well not just where can the people find you but also what's just some some last few things you could tell us about concept moon as a whole as uh after image uh, Black Lotus Dragon, anything else you can tell us regarding the comic book? Uh, get the word out there so that we can let the people know where to find it and ha- how to support you guys. Yeah, um, so we're we're building a whole concept movie universe right now. Um, we've got, uh, I believe, nine. I think After Image is our ninth title. Uh, so we've, we've got, you know, uh, a good slate of other books out right now. Um, some of them tie together. Some are kind of offshoots, even though they're still in the same universe. Um, you can find all of our books on conceptmoon.com. Uh, all of our social media is at conceptmoon. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter are both conceptmoon. Facebook is conceptmoon studios. Um, we've got a Kickstarter going right now for After Image. You know, like we mentioned, uh, it's a really great book. Honestly. Um, so if you can support that, definitely, definitely, we appreciate it. Um, what else? And, and we've got we've got a ton of things lined up for next year. Uh, so we're we're hoping that after Image does really well, and then we can roll into next year and keep dropping. You know, I, I feel like what we got is fire. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, <laughs> truly. stories uh with quality art with with characters that look like us because you know we're we're all all everyone at the company is a nerd you know it's (laughs) it's founded by two two black nerds run by three black nerds (laughs) you know and and we all want to see ourselves in these stories that we grew up you know 
watching and reading. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we didn't get that in our childhood, our mission is to is to be able to give that to the next generation that they don't have to grow up, you know, hope, hoping for a black character in their favorite anime or cartoon or comic or you know. Very nice. The two examples that I always think about when I when I think about like how we saw ourselves in like manga or comic books are one we got Boondocks early on. You know maybe that happens in like two thousand eight, two thousand seven time time frame, and then before that you kind of have Mr. Popo from uh, right. from Dragon Ball Z, and I mean early, I'm talking about like the the pre American release Dragon Ball Z. And I mean, it, the world that you're creating, man. Uh, we just want to want you to know that we support y'all. We support um, bringing that here so that our folks can have uh, that exposure. And we we often yes. talk about yes. um, we often talk about how important representation is. And so just keep doing what you're doing. And we we really appreciate you. And thank you again for coming yeah, on. Thank to you the for show coming. Today. Yeah, thank you for coming to uh, talk to us. Thank you for everyone who's on the live that joined us. Um, Keith, we appreciate you for joining us again. Like Jay said, thanks uh, for letting me come on. Super appreciated. Yes, sir. Where can uh, where can the people find you? I know you said that uh, you can find the Concept Moon Studios, but where can people find you specifically? Um, so my Instagram is uh, Strange Keith CM. Um, my Twitter is at Strange Keith. It, don't expect anything professional on there. Like I, I promote stuff, but. Uh, I'm also very off the wall on Twitter. That's, that's heck yeah, favorite. that's what it's for. <laughs> per- perfect place to be. <laughs> like it's, I use it, you know, just to get the thoughts out of my head sometimes. So it's a, oh, it's a lot of random. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you for joining us, guys. Again, if you are looking to support this business, it's uh, you said it's Concept Moon on Kickstarter, or is it uh, After Image? Uh, Okay, and guys, like like Keith said, you can follow them on at Concept Moon. Follow him at Strange Keith CM. He is the marketing director and writer for Concept Moon Studios. Look out for After Image pretty soon. I know Jay and I are going to help support that as soon as we can. Uh, again, Keith, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. We hope to see you in Birmingham or in LA. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, Keith. All right, you guys. Thanks, too. man. There you have it, guys. We did it. <laughs> hey, thank you all for tuning in. Um, thanks again to Keith Watkins, the graphic design and director of marketing for Concept Moon. And I mean, I think we're just going to sign off from here and do our weekly blurb. So tune in as it releases on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, you can rehear this interview. And uh, as we always say, keep surviving, keep, everybody. Keep surviving, everybody. We'll see you next time. It's time for the Weekly Blur! One more game. One more game. You know what it is. Welcome back to uh, Lord Survival Guide. Can't stop, won't stop. Never stop. Uh, but we are back for the Weekly Blurb. If you just heard the first part of the episode, it was a live interview with Concept Moon Keith Watkins. Well, if they uh, heard it, they know what it is. <laughs>
Don't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is, of course, time for the weekly word. It's my 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 turn to go first. You go week. first. So uh, this this is a major news, major key announcement. We have uh, announced we were we pre-announced it a couple weeks back that we had merch on the way. And Jay posted some on his personal page on Facebook. We shared it, uh, see how the views were on that. But now we officially have opened our merch store. We've got our payment details all set on everything. We have merchandise all the way from What kind of merch shirts. we got, Jeremy? We got shirts. We got journals. We got pillowcases. We got cell phone cases. We got wallets. We got stickers. We got, we got stickers. phone cases. We got buttons. We got phone <laughs> cases. We got posters. I'm getting all of it when I get money. <laughs> Ain't that a blessing? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's I'm official. It's officially open. I'm ready to start rocking my own T-shirt that we've created with our logo, and it is officially for sale. I'm very happy to see it. Jay said he's going to get a journal. I want a journal, journal, and I want a draw back, drawstring bag because that thing looks incredible. And who are we doing this through? We're doing it through Redbubble. So they do have an app on Android and iPhone, so you can easily download it for free. The prices are pre-made, so we have no control over what the prices are on these ticket items, but definitely get them to help support us as a company. I mean, they're usually a pretty nominal fee. I mean, yeah, I think that I saw bad. the ticket, the, uh, the the stickers on there were like $2, maybe $3 on there. Yeah, I mean, like a, shirt, a, a normal shirt, especially for like a, an independent company, around about $25, but they were on about $23 plus shipping, so that still rounds up to about $25. Even still, if you want to support your boys and Miriam, please, <laughs> please, Go to our store on Redbubble. Uh, we do have the link tree set up on all of our social media outlets to get you to the merch shop, to get you to follow all of our other social media aspects as well. Um, I guess that was a pretty short Red a Red Red Redbubble shout out for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for it. Like I said, we got the t-shirts coming. Uh, we're going to do, hopefully, a photo shoot with Miriam's expertise to, to show off all of our new For stuff. all of our model friends out there, if you want to come help us out, we'll happily support you by giving you a free T-shirt if you decide to be a model on the TV, on the, uh, for the Blurred Survival Guide fashion show. Yeah. I mean, we already got two gorgeous people in this podcast studio, but we can definitely take some a few more. To- we need to recruit John. I mean, if you want to fly him out from California. Yeah, I'll just ship him a t-shirt. He can take some San Francisco pics. You're right. You know? Yeah. That's where they are right now. Well, no, I think they're back in, back in town. Oh. Yeah. Well, they went on a vacation. I they did. I did see that, yeah. But besides the point, <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm happy. I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm ready to rock the rock the swag that is the Birds of I've Got swag. And we have swag. We, we officially Hopefully we'll be bringing it to... We also uh, have some hats. Cons. Really yeah, there are some <laughs> hats. Uh, hopefully we'll be bringing it to some cons and to some uh, events that we'll be hosting here in the, the near-by future. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can maybe swap some merch with our boys at Blurred Over. Yeah, I got, got a shirt. Cool you got some shirt. You got a shirt. I'm going to get a shirt once yeah. I give them one of our shirts. Yeah, you just, yeah. we need to get you to a con because if you want, you would have got one. I know. I know. I yeah, know. that FOMO. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, I heard about it. I, I read about it. I've seen it. I've been, I hadn't been to this one before, but I think that I would have enjoyed it as I typically enjoy large gatherings for the most part, especially of the... <laughs> In a healthy environment. Of the blurred nature. That did. So, yeah. 
But no, that's uh, I'm gonna shorten my time because that is my time. Uh, yeah, go go well, shop. I'm happy to yeah. pick it up from what you're talking about. Yeah, you know? so just go shop at Redbubble, get you some swag, help support your boys and Miriam, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for t- filling in the listeners about that about our merchandise. We got merch. Um. I'm happy to talk to the folks about spooky season because spooky season. We are on the verge of Halloween. I mean, we've got like a week and a half. Um, I believe we're we're right around there. You said it's Sunday, so it's two Sundays from today, right? Yeah, it's two yeah, Sundays. Two Sundays so we got two weeks till Halloween, and I'm wondering what people are watching to prepare for spooky season. Some of us, like my friend here. Like, you know, the lighter things like Hocus Pocus, You're right. maybe a little bit of Halloween Town, yeah, maybe a little yeah. bit of uh, uh, Spring of the Teenage Witch, not, not, the, not, not the, the new one, not. but the previous one. <laughs> some, uh, some, uh, no, but I do, I do watch, I've, I've, I've grown up, I've, I've, I do actually watch some scary things. I mean, Squid Games was, I mean, that's pretty intense. Gory, yeah, it, it was intense. intense. Yeah, it, it was, was intense. intense. It was but thrilling also, rather than scary. I do like, I like Jordan Peele movies. Yeah, uh, that's I've, true. I've seen, also, I've seen Us, I've seen uh, Get Out. I will plan on seeing them or no, nope. nope, nope. So, which yeah. brings me to what I've been watching has been several scary movies, and I've started a new one, which is on Amazon Prime. It's a series, it's not a movie. Um, it's called Them, which is a fascinating thing. I mean, it's from the same producers as uh, Us and uh, Get Out, but Jordan Peele's not directing this film. So but he's not, producing. He's not producing. It's his like co-producer that's been on this. Oh, okay. So it's on a similar project, um, but it. It takes place. It came out this year. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't want to reveal too much, but it takes place uh, during the Great Migration. So one of these, so a black family is moving across the country from Jim Crow South to Compton, uh, California. Which at this time, Compton, California, is a <laughs> no, no. It was a only. It was an Pardon all. Me. Excuse, yeah, no, right. I, I'm sitting here thinking they're about to move into an all black neighborhood too. No, they move into. No, a, not even all black neighborhood. I mean, you know how how we view Compton. Well, not not how we become it, but like the the gentrification and then like the reverse gentrification. Because like when right when people go to gentrify, that's when the black people have to move out to the boonies, and then and that's right. when white people move out to the boonies, and then that's when black people move back to the other places and stuff right. like that. So I'm I'm thinking this is when Compton was a safe haven. No, so this takes place. place in the '60s, and Compton is an all-white community. Basically, they oh, even, yeah. so, they yeah. even have like a whole thing where they don't want anybody to sell a house to someone of quote Negro blood. It's a whole thing, um, and these people are fucking evil. Like even in the first episode, it is intense. Um, second, I, I have start the other movie that I I've been watching or I just watched with Miriam was called is called It Comes at Night, and this movie came out in 2017. I heard of that. And let me tell you, it's an A24 film. So it's got like some um it's like the some like the major I love like them. Indie, I love them. Like the major indie people, yeah. right? Like <laughs> they get them. Um and I can't remember the name of the guy that stars in it, but he's a very familiar face. And uh after a pandemic, this movie is so freaking scary. It takes place in 2017, and the whole time you don't know who the villain is, but you know you're scared and you don't know why. It's it's absolutely eerie. It and like to think that it came out in 2017 makes it ten times scarier. The next film I want to talk about, or the next series I want to talk about, is and if you haven't seen it, it's some freaky, freaky, deaky 
ish called Brand New Cherry Flavor. It's on Netflix. Um, Miriam and I watched this film or watched this series, and and it moves just like a, a high budget film, dude. It is so freaky that like she and I just had to take a moment at one point and like contemplate whether or not we were going to finish the entire thing. We did, and I mean it's witchy, it's eerie, it is. Um, you just got to watch it to really get what I'm saying when I say some freaky deaky ish. And last but not least, See, when I think of freaky deaky, I think Scooby Doo in the game. So, so Sco- Scooby Doo was on, I don't know, some major drugs. Yeah, that it's that it's that. And I'm thinking like psychedelic drugs. It's like that. It's I mean, like that. James Gunn it probably would have been. Bro. <laughs> um, and so finally, Miriam and I had been like watching several scary movies this month. And I was like, Miriam, I want a movie that's actually going to scare me. Like, because we had, she and I had been watching them and I'd be done with them. I'm like, you're able to predict and you're able to like, you know, look at it and like, okay, so obviously this guy's like the reason why all this is just happening. Like, kind of like in Malevolent, mm-hmm. I was able to pick out what was wrong in Malevolent, like what was happening. Um, this one I wasn't, and it was called The Taking of Deborah Logan. It's about a it's a film that's a it's a film that's about these kids who are making a documentary about a woman with Alzheimer's and dementia. And the woman used to be the town switchboard operator. So if you don't know what a switchboard is, it was like during it was like before you had like Telephone lines are abundant, right? Like, this woman literally was the reason why, like, business people got their messages and all this stuff. And, like, she also knew all the secrets of the town. And it becomes, like, a whole thing around this guy that maybe murdered people and you didn't know about it. So she was the NSA before the NSA? Well, kind of. Kind of. Like, she she held all the town's secrets. And, bro... When I tell you the twist in this film had me messed up and still has me messed up thinking about it, <laughs> I am shooketh. And I hope people enjoy it. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free if you have Prime Video. Um, I fully recommend this film if you are into a very scary movie. So that's my time. Um, I hope you all take some of these recommendations and enjoy them as I have. Um, maybe scare your scare your your. your your hair up on edge or your, your tits off as like, as they say. Um, otherwise, uh, that's my time. And I'm just to hope that, uh, I, I, you enjoy your Halloween and your scare and your spooky season. Yeah. So yeah, thank you all, everybody. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Uh, be sure you can actually watch us uh, this week. Yeah, uh, we're on we're on Instagram Live. We have the IGTV set up, so it is in the internet's forever to watch us and watch uh, Keith uh, on our Instagram Live. The whole interview there, but you can also listen to it here if you didn't get a chance to see it or don't want to watch it. Why don't you want to see these pretty faces? I don't know. But you can also follow us on all of our social media outlets at Blurred Survival Guide on Instagram, at Blurred Guide on Twitter and TikTok, at Blurred Survival Guide at gmail.com. Or you can get us at our personals. Mine is at JW0283. And I am at JBear3295. Remember, you can now buy merch at Redbubble. And other than that, Keep surviving, everybody. Listen to the theme song. Step into the spotlight, survival is true. Bridge, come and take a seat with the combo we provide every Tuesday. It's the Blurred Survival Guide. Two guys, two mics, our producer. Step into the spotlight, survival is true. Bridge, come and take a seat with the combo we provide every Tuesday. It's the Blurred Survival Guide.